I am Justin Joseph Hall. This is Feature in a Short, the monthly screening hosted by Four Wind Films, where an appointed contributor presents their chosen feature motion picture and short movie. There is only one condition for screening. The presenter must have been directly involved with one picture, but not the other. Our second host is Steve Gerard. We love Steve films because they are usually weird or disturbing and have unique animation and claymation incorporated into them. Steve chose two films. His first was a short by Lisa Bass. Because the film is unreleased, we're unable to say the title. Hopefully in the future you'll have fun searching online, trying to figure out which film we're talking about. Lucky for us, he brought Lisa in to discuss the film with us. I know we can't talk about the title, but what does it mean? It's like the whole thing is there's a physical disease kind of a vibe, but it's also that feels like that diseasiness is a metaphor for feeling like you're falling apart. Exactly. Old, like an old older lady, woman, like yeah. an old lady, a usually hag. like a witch, yeah, or like a, a powerful woman who's past her prime. Right. The pun is sort of on like the insecurity of being a woman in power and how you're perceived as you take charge of your own vision. I feel like when you're a teenager, whatever, you pop a zit and it's never as bad to anybody else as it is to you, but to you it's like the most disfiguring, horrible trauma and you think that everybody's just looking at that rather than you. In the movie, nobody's giving her actual bad feedback. There's no actual external feedback saying like that you suck and you shouldn't do it. It's all internal. Right. She's and taking it that way. Obviously I relate. It was inspired by a John Berger Berger quote? Berger? Berger? I don't know. He wrote Ways of Seeing, which is this like really, really great book about art and perception and gender and power dynamics. Okay, so the quote a woman must continually watch herself. She is almost continually accompanied by her own image of herself. While she is walking across the room or while she is weeping at the death of her father, she can scarcely avoid envis envisaging herself walking or weeping. From earliest childhood, she has been taught and persuaded to survey herself hmm. continually. That's sort of the whole big concept behind this. Is basically about the way that women are sort of inculcated into watching themselves all the time. That idea is the thing that I thought about a lot because I always thought of myself as an artist. I did visual art and animation, which is sort of how we know each other, Steve. But there was a whole gap in my creative output that I made a short a couple years ago that Steve also worked on that was like really cute. What's that? Called here. How many films have you done so far? This is my second like big short film that I had a bunch of people working on, but I did a bunch of projects alone in college and I had like a, a music video in between these two. I like had a very specific music sound that I wanted and I knew that this piece wouldn't work if I didn't have the proper score. So I was really looking for like a John Bryan Punch Drunk Love soundtrack vibe to sort of like drive the anxiety in the inner life of the main character. And so I told him that and then he made all this like really pretty music over the top and I was like, out, get out. And so we just like took all of the nice music he did on top and just left the like weird stings and percussive, stressy things. Yeah. Is it one like long piece? Yeah. Yeah, he's just a, a, like an insanely talented guy. His name is Max Vernon. So you made all this music and then you said take out everything except the drums? Kind of. How did you feel about that? Oh, he was really great about it. He was just like, 
he likes the way it came out. He's he's a musical theater guy, so his stuff is like really like there's a lot going on in his music generally. So it was a good collaboration. You will go way back, right? To like yeah, I've known this guy since um, high school. So started we went to tenth grade together, and then in college and everything. He just did this. Um, it was a K-pop musical that was. Sort I of, saw that. You saw it? Yeah, Midtown. Yeah. 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 So he did the music for. That. Is this about making movies for you, or about making anything, or? I made a music video like a year ago that the musician still hasn't released, and I was like waiting to have something come out, and I was going nuts. And so this summer, I was like, I gotta do something, and I wrote this, and it was sort of for me, is about like the anxiety of make being an artist, the anxiety of trying to put yourself out there, but also the anxiety of being a woman and a woman in charge, and then. But the process of getting this off the ground and getting it made was incredibly stressful. What was your budget? Like as little as I could possibly do. I think it ended up being six thousand in the end, which is a huge amount of money for me. And I just like self financed. Right. Insurance was like pretty much like the whole budget, and then. What did you have to insure? Like. Just the gear. We had a, a bunch of really nice lenses, and I thought like, and I also this the location was my office. It was the Magnolia office, so if like God forbid something like caught on fire, I just was like I can't, I just couldn't in good conscience not insure it, even though there's nothing that fancy about the shoot. A third of the budget. And did you do the editing? I did the editing as well. How long did it take to edit? I did. I turned it around in about a month. The second film Steve presented was a Canadian animation called Asphalt Watches. Yeah, I think it's good. I've, I've had my eye on. But it's an animated movie and it looks very like bizarre. It's by this group of people and one of them is this woman, Amy Lockhart, who I'm a fan of. And it's like this strange cartoon style. She's a Canadian artist and her boyfriend, Mark Bell, he does these like, kind of like Philip Bousson looking figures and cartoons. But this is uh, a lot of that kind of a vibe. And that's all I really know. It came out in 2014. Oh During God. this second film, we serve hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are burgers throughout the whole thing. Yeah. That's true. Wasn't that on purpose? That you pick burgers. We had available beers and a bottle of green whiskey. Steve and Lisa had a short conversation about the film afterwards. So that's what I enjoyed it. Oh my God. Peaceful creepiness. Peaceful creepiness, yeah. It's just really well timed, I think. Yeah. And, but some part, there's there's a, a few parts where it's like. See, like how, how little you need to do. Uh, yeah. Like how little motion you need to make that thing dynamic. That was great, though, Steve. Cool. If you'd like to check out Steve's films, one of the most admired is Wad Up, that you can find just by Googling W A W D space A H P. Steve is coming out with a new film. The working title is Floaters. If you want to find us and contact us through social media, at Four Wind Films, F-O-U-R-W-I-N-D-F-I-L-M-S. Thank you very much. Feature in a short, filmmakers present, watch, and discuss films. <laughs>